Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Um, in time, things happen. Um, the greatest thing that happens in life is uh, you, you get communication. And with communication, there comes misconstrued. The word MIS as a prefix happens in life. And when things happen like that, you get misconstrued. Something from a miscommunication turns into something that grows into a stronger fabrication. And then at some point, you got to come up with a a way to maybe not fix things, maybe not to even worry about it. But if somebody gets offended or gets upset or gets um, taken away from who they are, people get irrational. We, we all lash out. We all, you know, have a strong sense of word and we have a strong sense of being. So we get defensive. We all do that. That's how we was taught from babies. We were taught the first time that you fall over and trip and scratch your knee, you get up from that and you get tough. You don't sit around and cry. You don't do this and that. So from that standpoint, the further you get in life, you first fight in elementary school or preschool or anything to that degree. You get out here and you defend yourself. So no matter yeah. if you're if you're right or wrong, you defend yourself. And uh, today I have as a guest on here. Um, Kendall Smash Boy from Beth Health Podcast. How are you doing? Just smash, sir. Just smash. All right. Um, I, got, I got warrants out here. Oh, well, <laughs> things like that happen. Um, now, go ahead. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm good. Okay. So I'll finish the rest of this little quick monologue. Everybody knows my Johnny Carson. Uh, take on things so when you get out here and we make comments it doesn't matter if it comes from my mouth it comes from his mouth anything we say gets an opinion form to it and gets a feeling to it and when this stuff happens and you have countless people around you in this augmented reality of social media people stretch things further than what they do they get your mind preoccupied with thoughts that may not be the intent of the person or the place or what you're meaning. So things get out of hand, things get escalated. People keep warm, people do this and that. And uh, we're here today because we're coming to a meeting of the minds here. Um, and I'm gonna trap this episode inside of one of my New York series because this episode will be out the third week of September for anybody that's listening. We're gonna set this one up inside of the boundary series. What happened here, you know, we're going we got two opinions here of events and accounts and we both have these things um some boundaries were overstepped on everybody's part from the beginning of this uh endeavor in the middle and then even at the, its end so i'm gonna hand it over to mr smash so he can put his uh two cents out here in the world and, and we're gonna speak on this hi first of all couple things I want to say in regards to this conversation. I said some, I said one thing that I truly can regret. I should not have involved your loved one inside this little beef. The beef could have been done without that. So I, I was wrong. I was wrong. 
I'm not going to get into a long spiel about it, but I was wrong. And it fucks with me. It fucked with me, actually, when I said it. But the thing about it is the competitor in me, if I feel like you said about boundaries, things have been overstepped, then my goal and my motive is to overstep more. So if I look back and I say, what part of this do you regret the most? It would be that. Now, a lot of words have been said on both sides. A lot of angry things have been said on both sides. But to me, that was the one that stuck out because I knew I was wrong. And then everybody that we affiliate with all knew it was wrong. So I felt like pride is a motherfucker. You can admit that you're wrong and still try to find the right in it. I can't find no right in that. So that is why this uh, conversation had to happen because I overstepped on that. So I'll apologize. But for the most part, a lot of this shit is stupid. Right. And wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly agree with me. So to, to tie this all together, because we're both podcasters and we both, we do different spectrum of a podcast. And um, the, 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 the reason that this came about, and this is for the audience, and this is for everybody that has tailor made or thrown something in the, in the punches. Initially, when we did a podcast call out episode, I was told about you ahead of time. You know, you're a good podcaster. And um, one thing for the record, I'm going to put this out here, and this needs to be said. As a podcast call out episode, which that series is over with now, you did have the highest rated show that I have ever had on my show. One thing that I had to realize that I made a mistake with you, and I'm going to be own up to this real quick. I made a mistake with you because when your episode did the numbers it did, I should have took the time to explain to you a more structured side of business. I flurried you with a lot of information and the information could have been, could, could have made you feel a certain way about me in that instance. Cause you're like, Hey, this dude did an episode with me. Now he's doing whatever, blah, 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 blah. So in the way that we entered into doing that episode in a business beyond that, I should have took you to the side and this is where I'm wrong in this. And this is what actually started this whole issue. I was wrong because when I was trying to show you something, you already have what you have with your business and podcasting. But I was trying to take my audience and make my audience yours. I was trying to get you to turn a knob, turn it this way, okay. do it that way. Let me say this while we own that. I didn't have a problem with your, with your help, okay? I'm going to tell you where it was with me. My ego got the best of me. I ain't going to flex. I ain't going to front. When I came into this shit, I really, truly thought, like, I'm going to run this yard. I'm going to own this shit. That's how I came into this shit. So I didn't have a problem with your help. I actually really appreciate the help. I think with me, you know, I wasn't used to someone coming in um, knowing more about certain things than I did. So, yeah, my ego got bruised or whatever the case was, but I had no problem with you helping me. It was the, it was the, uh, the the contracts and and the big money talk and all that, you know what I'm saying? It kind of made me feel like, damn, like this dude really <laughs> look at me like I'm I'm really one of them, you know what I'm saying? When I mean one of them, I mean like 
you know, how I make so many countless others feel. So I think it was a reality check for me and I didn't know how to deal with it. I had a reality check about this shit, you know, um, talking to my lady about it. I had a reality check. You were only doing what you were supposed to do to help. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I got, I got, like I said, I got a bruised ego about the shit. I, I didn't take your help personal. I realized that, damn, this dude really is uh, doing something good. He He's really doing what he says he's doing. And maybe, you know, if all the friction and all this wouldn't have occurred, then, you know, the business mindset would have been different. I didn't, you, you said something to me that bothered me, though. You said podcasting for me is a hobby. And I've been sitting here trying to rack my brain because everything that comes with you is if you're not making money or if you're not putting people on or if you're not getting listeners to your show. And that's where we differ. It's like, I love this shit. I don't do it for the money. And I guess I guess I don't do it for the, I guess I don't, we all want to get rich off our work eventually. But I'm not the type of dude that's struggling. I don't do podcasting to make money. You're not going to make money coming through the door. I make a little money here and there. None, nothing major, but I'm proud of where I came from. So I look at it from a different point of view. Some people do this shit because they're trying to make money because that is the way of their world. I do this shit because I want to. It's therapy to me. I release myself doing this shit. I'm not struggling in real life. The money's going to come. You know what I'm saying? If I was podcasting for money, then yeah, yeah, I guarantee you a lot of the business things that you you were saying and all that probably wouldn't even bother me because I'd have been like, oh, well, he just talking because money, 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 money. And that seems to be your thing. So I differ because I do this shit for the fun. It's not a hobby. I mean, I do this shit. I make I want to make money. I want to be successful with this shit. So maybe, like I said, sometimes I rub people the wrong way. I say shit the wrong way. This is a get me, I'm going to get you back type of situation. And that's just how I'm going to act. So the business shit that you were giving me at that time, I wasn't receptive to it because it was like, I want to be my own person. I don't want to be looking at somebody, but then I had to look at it the other way. Like I'm out here giving advice, giving tips, doing things same way as you just in a different, in a different manner. You're more mellow. I'm more out here. Yeah, I'm more out here. I have to be given credit for the things that I do. And that's something I'm working on. Something I'm working on. But we, we're, we're doing the same thing. We want to help people. You more so on the money end. Me more so on just helping you be great and finding the biggest you. And neither one of us are wrong for that. Right. You're not wrong for that. I mean, shit, that's what. That's what you do. That's your brand. So I ain't going to flex. At that time, I had a whole lot of shit going on, whole lot of shit going on. So I really wasn't susceptible to your help as far as the business shit. I loved uh, the numbers that we 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 accomplished. And um, after the other day, you know, it gave me a different perspective about a lot of different things. Because I wasn't going to do this shit. Honestly, I felt like this shit here is is just beating a dead horse. But you kept reaching out, so I kept saying, you know what? Let's do it. 
You know what I'm saying? I came, I came in this mindset with the mindset of if we truly are going to be better, then we truly have to do better. We can't just sit here and pretend and act like, you know, things are happening. A lot of things were said, a lot of bogus, uh, selfish, inconsiderate things were said. But I'm going to tell you the one thing that really made me get my shit together is when you told me about your son and how he saw the message that I wrote. That's what bothered me the most because I have children. Right. And, and see, that's one thing inside this whole thing real quick. Like, I want to go back to what you said just a minute ago. There was there something that there was a miscommunication between me and you is because the thing is, is my help has always been free for everybody. I don't charge anybody. But what I what what, what I take from things to know come from my perspective. This is where we had our 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 MIS, the miss in, in our in our relationship as podcasters together. When you did the show with me and I seen the numbers and I seen what you were doing, we even talked about certain episodes because you went in and you started doing more personal stuff. You had that little block where you had like five or six episodes where you were just talking about you, right? So the thing was that something happened along the lines of like, I, it, something got shifted somewhere and I don't know if it was um, between me and you or something, but like when, when you were doing your podcast, I was like, how to my listeners over here in the space that I'm at, they like your stuff. So that's more people coming. It wasn't African-Americans coming to my show. It was more white people coming to listen. They're like, hey, I like what this dude's doing. So I'm thinking to myself, how can I help this man quantify that? How can I really take those listeners that I have that want to be a part of your product, right? And bring them to you. And see, if I had just had a concise and straight conversation with you, because what I didn't learn about you and what I learned about you later on down the road is if I had to just come and had a, that, that conversation needed to be that direct. Had yeah. you had that, it would have put a pause. It would have put a break in anything. I think so too. Yeah. So, so that right there, that's what messed that up there. And then the, the heightened area of things is, is that we are involved with other podcasters and people. It's not propaganda. It's not what they spread. It's they entice things. And we, you know, things got out of hand. So, so here's the merit that I'm going to give you real quick. So after listening to that show, letting it run its course, um, and, you know, if anybody does want to listen to that episode, you can pick it up on, um, it's actually on YouTube, and it will be re-released in the next compilation when we drop the next bit of the podcast collide stuff real soon. But the thing was, I saw star power in you. I was like, hey, this guy's got something going. And I made some few choicey comments. Me and you both love professional wrestling. So I knew that professional wrestling was going to tie along with this. And at first, when this animosity built up, I will be honest to the audience, I thought this was going to be like some kind of, we were just going to work some WWE team. You come throw some things, and then I throw some things, and we walk out in the sunset with it. But things got intense, got serious. Yeah, I made some comments about Chicago that were not favorable, in your opinion. And you know what? The thing with that was, when you said that, you know what I'm saying? It was a rough time for me, dog. Like, I, I, I lost a lot of homies. A lot of yeah. homies in the last couple of years. So hearing that kind of triggered, and maybe it was me just going off anger. Like like this weekend, I basically went off of anger. And I it's it's that I don't know, man. It's like sometimes I get the best of myself. It don't even be the people getting the best of me. Sometimes I'm my own worst enemy. And I felt like, you know, a lot of times I I would sit here and be like, you know what? I I this shit's stupid. This right. shit is dumb. Like, it is no merit to sit here and argue over stupid shit. And even then, we made peace for a little bit, and then boom. I don't know what the fuck happened, 
in that group chat, it just went haywire. So then it was like, all right, that's twice. I done tried. I ain't finna try no more. But then again, when you said the shit about your son, it threw me for a loop. And the reason it threw me for a loop because I am a father. Right. I can and, and imagine, you know, if if I had us, if any of my kids had seen anything in regards to their mother being said in a malicious way, I would probably lose it. So then I understood where you, most of your fight was coming from. It wasn't coming for just you. It was coming for your son. Right. And, so, and see, that's that's what got lost in translation. Sorry to interrupt you. And the thing was, was like, I had actually moved on past this. And the thing was, was that I had taken it down off or whatever. And he had seen it and he's autistic. So the way their minds work, they don't put things into perspective. Like if me, me and you today, if something happened, we can put it in perspective today, 10 days later, be fine. Well, that was December. And just a few weeks ago, he said, you know, it was a real anniversary of his mom being gone because she died on July 23rd. And, you know, we're we're in your city. You know, we're, we were in Rock, uh, Rockford and around Chicago. I was working up there at the time. And, you know, I was telling him about the different shows and different things like that. And something triggered him to ask me a question. He's like, he was like, well, why did this man say this? And, da, 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 da. and I said that I said some choice things about Chicago. And and he said what he said. And he just didn't understand why the intent didn't come for you. Like his question was, why didn't he come for your city? Why didn't he come for West Virginia or Virginia? Why did he come for Richmond? Because Richmond, Virginia, and Chicago got that same name. He said, you lost your people in, in Richmond. Say, so, you know, all that. Because I, I, really I have an autistic child, too. Yeah. So, so you so know what I mean? So it's based I can, in. I can relate. I don't, I don't say too much about it, but I can relate to it. Um, again, like I said, that is a super big regret because I should have just left it at West Virginia and not your personal your personal life. So yeah, I sincerely apologize. Again, and I'll accept your apology and we when, move on forward. When children, but, but here's when, when children are involved, it it tugs at your heart a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? You can say the worst shit in the world to me and I personally don't give a fuck. But when children are involved or in the middle of it or are brought up, it tugs a little different. Like the conversation with the guy the other night, it threw me for a loop. Like, dog, you are talking about kids. This is between me and you. So it tugged a little different. So shouldn't no kid have to see that. You know what I'm saying? So right. actually, it, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is like, and in that place right there, like when that was going on, I left in the comments that they should just leave that alone. Like, what? Like I don't even know who that dude yeah. was. I don't know. I don't know what that was, but what I did notice and why I stepped away from that after I, I kept trying to come talk to you, I was like, you know, I was directing my stuff towards you. What I noticed was, was that the channels and the, and when I say channels audience, I'm talking about like the people around that influence and do things in the medium tier podcasting because that's what we are. I don't care what your numbers are. I will say it to anybody. Everybody's a medium tier podcast because you're podcasting. People are listening to it. Um, the thing was, was that that was a lot of malice and malicious attacks whatever went on between me and you was between me and you we we hashed it out we went about it yeah i don't you know i don't come in lives like that i came and said my piece i left I, we did the number and it ran but for a strong circle of all these people to do whatever they were doing and whoever this Tar Heel guy is like i said i don't even know who he is that right. part of the business it when that started getting ugly like that and then um no no issue was so problematic but i'm not going to say that we're cool or we're not we, i don't have no beef with them we just don't do no business at all whatsoever i don't shout them out i don't do nothing with them but 
you know, for her to step in and she was trying to mediate and, and cool that stuff down, it was a lot of attention for no reason. And that's why after everything was said and done, it was so much attention on like so much, you know, and then we know between me and you, there's three people between you and me that um, they don't instigate, they don't start anything, they're just playful in these lives. So the, so, the, so the intent of these three other people was not to even have any of this crazy stuff going. It was the extra person, these a few extra people that was not involved jumping in and doing all this extra stuff. And I'm like, okay. And you know, like they joke around and we all got egos. And the thing is, is with our egos, we're strong. I'm a Me tell you, Go ahead. I was gonna say, um, another reason this this conversation kicked off is because of Jay. Jay Christian. Shout out to him. You know, um, he was telling me in per in in personal that he he communicates with you a lot. Yes. He's saying that you could hear it. He said he, he could hear it in your voice that you really wish all this shit never occurred. And I told him, like, honestly, I felt the same way, but we had already went too deep. Like, right. so he kept getting on me and getting on me like, y'all need to squash this shit. Well, well you know I'll tell saying? you. Well, I'll tell honestly, you it made it made us look really stupid. It right. didn't make us look like, you know, we just look like a bunch of motherfuckers going dumb on the internet for likes and clicks and laughs. Right, we and look like the like, TikTok influencers. What money is being gained from this? We're not making no money. Now, granted, listen, listen, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I don't always agree with the things that you say and do, but I respect the business mind. Like, you have a business fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? Um, the top 25 list that I do is just to show love. Right. And I do that out of my heart because, man, like like I've said plenty of times, we don't get thanked for this shit. You know what I'm saying? And for the ones that don't get 23,000 views or downloads or listens, that means something. You know right. what I'm saying? The, you got people out here that get maybe 10 listens, five listens. And the fact that somebody like me, because I've, I've done a lot, like my resume is long when it comes to this podcast and shit. I've done a lot. When somebody like me comes out and says, hey, I listen to your show, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? It might not mean shit to, 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 to the big motherfuckers out here, but it means something to these people, man, who, who I, I think about it like this. The list, hearing your name on the list is probably something to keep you going. You probably want to quit podcasting that day. You probably want to say, you know what, fuck this shit. I don't want to do this. Ain't nobody noticing me. But then you got somebody like Big Smash who has damn near 300 episodes, who gets a fairly decent amount. I don't get 20K, you know, not yet anyway. But I get a fairly decent amount, and I take the time to shout you out and support you. Now, I'm not going to bring you 50 million listeners. Probably bring you maybe four or five or six, somewhere in that range. But it's four or five or six more than what you had last episode. Right. Well, so, well, let's, let's, well let's get this out the window real quick. So I only use that as a target because I knew I could talk talk about that, and I know that my merits in the – not even talking about a difference in black and white podcast sub or any of that, just because I know I'm a behind-the-scenes guy. And I know people know that I know my shit when it comes to your analytics and that stuff. I know that I, I just did that as a target. So let's get that clear out there. I have no right. issue with your top 25 list because I did a top 400 list. And then the rest of the podcast, I just got tired and I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to do it because why should I 
be the person like 400 is too many i was trying to listen to way too many podcasts Man. top 25 your top 25 is fine you do what you do for people you facilitate what you need to help people that's fine i never had no issue with that i just knew that it was an easy target for me because when people look at me they're gonna they're gonna look at the merit it ain't behind the downloads it's behind like you said like the little little tips this and that so i know when i say something people going to turn a corner and be like why do you say that da, da, da. so that was just for sheer value of knowing that i am a franchise and i can yeah. disenfranchise anything if i put my mind to it and that was just i just threw that out there because we was we was fighting yeah and you know what that's that's what had a lot of people like i'm gonna be honest i quit i quit doing the top 25 it was like okay this shit this shit getting out of hand because now everybody is taking my list my personal favorites personal when i'm just doing this shit to show love so i quit i got into a deep spot where i was like you know what i don't even want to do this shit no more if it wasn't for king germ and dolomite and everybody else ribbing me to do this shit then i wouldn't have never did it i was like fuck it i'm gonna go ahead on and do it again and then you know it's like all right we just dropped the top 25 uh shout out to noble noah noble noah me and noble noah was on live and we was talking shit whatever the case was then all of a sudden uh i run into a live with you jumping in and i'm like because <laughs> i don't come from nowhere i'm like where the fuck did this come from that quick so that's how i was like but i you know what my thing is this and 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 i i just want to clear this up too because this this has been eating at me too if you if you if you came to minnesota and we got up this conversation would have been had in 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 in, in person i think i think the internet allows us to, you know, puff our chest out a little bit more than we're supposed to. Now, if it had a came to some violence and some bullshit, I was ready for that too. But I think the maturity in me would have been like, you know what? What am I going to gain from this shit? What is he going to gain from this shit? Right. Well, like, I'm going to be 100% honest on the show. Like, like I said, we carry the, you know, we carry the live material, right? I was just going to do a show with you. I honestly reached out, but I was blocked on your phone. So like, it wasn't nothing like I was trying to come get you, but I was really out there. No, but my thing is this, I don't even, I don't even have you blocked. And it's like, I'm like, if he really wanted to reach me, he could have did what he did when he asked me about using the episode. Like you could have called me on Instagram. Like I honestly don't even keep track of phone numbers like that. I'm right, right. So, so, that, so that's, it was like, that's... I answer. He, he he just called me on Instagram the other day. I was like, I will answer. I have no problem answering. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those dudes. So if I did block, if you did call me and you are blocked, then I apologize, whatever the case is. But you could have reached out on Instagram. Like, I don't literally, listen, my defense mechanism is this. I got to get you before you get me. Right. Yes, I'm from Chicago. Yes, I know the streets i know how things go i know how things are but sometimes you got to think at the bigger picture like i have nine children right none of this shit is worth it you know what i'm saying you actually caught me at a good time because this will probably be my last little thing i'm gonna do for a while i'm i'm gonna sit back and really really rebrand and rethink and restructure the way I do things and the way that I act on social media, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on head on and, and and sit back because I learned something watching you, watching uh Styles and everybody else, and I think about it like this: nobody else is wilding out like this. It's just me, and with me wilding out the way that I wild out, I alienate a lot of people, and I might have alienated a few listeners. Who knows? So I had to think about it like, yo, I'm gonna just fall back 
not because I said, hey, if you show this, I'm going to retire. I, I was never going to retire. That was just me talking shit out of anger, trying to be the big dog, whatever the case is. And I still feel that way. But I also realize that sometimes it ain't y'all. It's me. It's me. Sometimes it's me. I am my own worst enemy a lot of times. So a lot of times I just got to fall back and sit back and, and restructure and rebrand. And again, I don't have an issue with you. I apologize for my comments, anything that I ever said that offended you, but I know the one main thing that offended you and yours. So I apologize for that. I don't have an issue with you. We'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk. Maybe not, you know, no, no, no force or rush or none of that. We'll talk. We'll talk. We, 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 we have that line of communication open now. We'll talk about it as men instead of, uh, I posted a quote today and I got it. It said, uh, wars, are, wars may be fought with weapons, but they are won by men. So we had all the words. Those were the weapons. Those were the weapons. We, we did all that. Now, this is the manly way of doing things, sitting here, having a discussion. It's not forced. It's not scripted. It's just two men speaking on what they felt and moving the fuck on from it. So, yes, I got offended by a lot of things that you And that's where a lot of my anger came from. Like, oh, oh, Jeff Jarrett, the Jeff Jarrett line was crazy. That it, it was, was fucking nuts. And I, it, I kept, I sat here for weeks and I was like, how the fuck do I spin this shit? Yeah, Jeff Jarrett was a guitar swinging ass motherfucker, but he also had his own company. He also turned into a brand. He also, Jeff Jarrett is one of the most smartest business minds in the wrestling world right now because he did it how he wanted. I kept trying to figure out how to flip this shit, but I'm going to tell you, I thought, <laughs> I thought I had this fucking battle won, and then you dropped the bomb with that shit, and I was like, oh, Oh, hey, yeah. look. He, just, he just did something different with this one. Like, hey, so, so, so look, we wrestling fans, right? So you remember uh, when we was kids, it was, uh, and mind you, I'm just 37. So um, when WCW got bought and this mm. man was on the screen the night after, when they bought it Monday Night Raw to end and Jeff Jarrett was having his match. And he wow. said some, he said some shit to the extent like, oh, this dude will never work for me. And, yeah. when, and when they came out with the, fall, the rise and fall of WCW, it was Mike Graham. Mike Graham's got this audio bit. And he said, this dude could hit 30, he could bust 100 guitars, but this motherfucker could, had no sell to him. He was like, you know, his just his, his heavyweight championship range in WCW are not noted at good times because Vince Russo basically wrote the episodes for him. So mm -hmm. the thing is, is that I was giving you praise and giving you disregard at the same time. And I'm not saying that's an intelligent fight. But think about this. Jeff Jarrett is the greatest intercontinental champion, him and Chris Jericho, hands down, correct? Yeah. But when we talk about WCW and WWE, we're talking about Attitude Era and everything else. Jeff Jarrett yeah. used to flip-flop. So he always got to the middle of the area when yeah. all the big wrestlers yeah. were wrestling, when Bright Hart was there. Yeah. But, and, and that was the crazy thing about it, too, because I was like, he might be on to some shit, because Smash, I do do a lot of flip-flopping and, and shit like that. So he might be on to some shit. Because I was like, I was like, yo, I mean, that I literally stayed up, like, that shit blew me like. I hope you didn't watch videos of Jeff Jarrett and shit. No, you know what? No, I didn't watch. Listen, cause I, cause 
I was a fan of Jeff Jarrett, but the way he started Impact Wrestling and all of that out TNA, I was like, oh. I so mean, it's a nod. You, you don't want to say it's 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 a it's a regarding or disregard at the same time because I'm gonna tell you how deep this had got. Um, you know how you know I'm in the wrestling, so I've already I recorded something with Jeff Jarrett. If this had got deeper, I was gonna release the Jeff Jarrett episode. And you know, like now I don't that episode has been destroyed. I'm I reached back out to him on September 16th. We're gonna do something different. But I had if we was gonna really go to war, I had Jeff Jarrett saying, Smash, who the fuck is this? Like I I mean I had Jeff Jarrett ready, you know, um in the background because I was like, if we was gonna go to war, I'm gonna make the the hottest part about Jeff Jarrett, because Jeff Jarrett, it's a question mark. Like that's him and it's another wrestler called Mike Awesome, not to go off topic. Him and Mike Awesome and Chris Canyon. Chris well. Chris Canyon, you can put question marks on them because they were they was good wrestlers, but something yeah. always kept them from the top of the echelon. Even though, because the story on Jeff Jarrett is he had to make his own company to become a true heavyweight champion and be regarded with the best because he fought Samoan Joe, uh, Sting, yeah. and all these people. But he did it because he had to, he made it himself. It wasn't like yeah. it was predetermined. And I think that's I think that's what it was too. Like for me, like I came in this shit, and it was like. I had all these doors closed on me when I first started podcasting. And then it was like, all right, once I started moving, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the complete opposite of that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to slam doors in motherfuckers faces, but I also, you know, you are going to feel every con contribution to this shit. You're going to feel that shit. So it was like, I felt like I started pushing people away with the way that I act, the way that I talk. And even though everything is 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 justified, it still got to think about how, you know, how shitty it makes people feel. So, you know, I've been the I've been the joke of, you know, ever since we made that retirement uh situation. I've been the joke for the last 3 or 4 days, and I can tell you that shit don't feel good. So, this is where I had an epiphany like, you know what? Maybe you got to scale it back just a little and realize that, you know, uh, you got a whole lot of learning and and, and, and growing up and, and things to go through. You you don't know everything there is to know. And I'm going to be honest, you had a lot of fucking downloads off an of episode about Applebee's, dog. So it was 15 minute like, episode. Huh? 15 minute episode. And that's and, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, dog, you you don't know everything. You know a lot. Don't get don't I know I'm speaking of me when I say you. Yeah. You know a lot. But there's <laughs> some people out here that know some shit that you don't do that you don't. So maybe it's good to listen, soak the game up. I can't say I can't go out and keep saying uh student of the game. Uh student of the game. And you know. And I don't take heed and take advice and listen to others. I might not do everything that everybody wants me to do, but um, definitely get that LinkedIn back up. Get that LinkedIn back up. I don't know why you shut that down. Yeah, you know what? Because I I truthfully didn't understand it. Like it was like uh, so you know certain things. If I and and I probably could have reached out to you before all this shit because you listen. You had some helpful shit, that good pod shit and all that shit. I ain't know nothing about that shit. So there were things that I took to the heart and worked on. You know what I'm saying? So, um, again, pride and ego is a motherfucker, man. And 
after that shit that took off and then everybody was like, damn, dog, you bogus as hell for saying that. You wrong for saying that. You know what I'm saying? And even the missus was like, yeah, you went a little bit too far on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, this is the person that I listen to and get the advice from about most things is her. Right. So when she said it, like, now you got to fall back and be like, you know what? And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, the Jay Christian portion of this, so we can get this in here real quick. This is crazy. So, you know, everybody knows I stack episodes. I got episodes. We did an episode a year ago that has never been released. So I'm sitting back and I'm, we had like, it's three episodes that you're on. And I think one or no, two episodes. We had this crazy episode that had everybody on it. It was the first time Dolomite had ever did anything. Right. And I don't know if you still have it at all either. But when you listen to it, you listen to how everybody's talking to the and, I, and I'm speaking of this as us, as Black people, the intellect that was going on in those episodes. Yeah. And, and at that time, I will say this to the audience, I did not know Frocast at the time because the behind the scenes thing on Frocast is I had beef with Frocast before I knew him because I told him, I said, I told him to take care of you. That's one thing I said to him prior to anything happening when things started getting rocky. He was like, you need to take care of this man. Take care of this man. I'll haul at you in a few weeks and we'll talk something. And lo and behold, between you, him, and everybody else, Procast became one of my best friends behind the scenes in this, in the podcasting area because of his insightfulness. Um, and then even with Dolomite and everybody else. So we kept the same friends in the same circle. So that was kind of crazy. And then, yeah, and you know what? I'm, I ain't going to flex to you, man. Them niggas love to see shit being kicked up. You know what I'm saying? They're my dudes, 110%, but they 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 love to see, see shit kicked they up. Like spikes. They like spikes. Especially when it come to me. They love to see me in the middle of shit. And it's like, they get a kick out of that shit. Like I said, I've been the joke for the last three days. I know I'm a ghost, uh, Ghostbusters. How's retirement going, et cetera, et cetera. And all this other shit. Call J.I. and see if he'll let you record, blah, blah, blah. All this other goofy shit. It, it's like, <laughs> it's like, yo. I'm not like, laughing at you, I'm just. Yeah, 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 I get it. I, I mean, I get it. It's like, yo, this man J.I. Is, is a brilliant mind. He does what he does. But he doesn't have no say. So big, Ma big smash. Somebody said <laughs> Ji was gonna buy the rights to class with Smash, and I was just like, "Yo, we're not doing that." Like, <laughs> yeah, you know how people do stuff. They hide like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it fucked with me. But then it was like, you know what? I, I because Ji didn't, Ji didn't put that stipulation out there. I did. So of course, you know what I'm saying. Shit gonna go the wrong way sometimes, but. I'm a tough dude. I'm a stand with it, but it's like, all right, enough, enough. The jokes got to stop. The shit ain't funny no more. Like, and like I said, and, and this is just straight, strictly a behind the scenes thing. I don't know exactly what was stretched out anywhere, but there was a eulogy recorded by me earlier. Um, it was you a know, eulogy? Yeah, I put a eulogy out. Um, Cause you know, they, I don't know what happened between you and Cool Out and everybody else. I don't know what happened with none of that stuff, but um, there is a, a, a episode that is floating around somewhere, I believe. But I put a eulogy out. I was just like, look, this is 10.58 Eastern time on Friday. You put out a eulogy about me? It was a eulogy put out. Put, put I, out. Didn't, I didn't know about that. And the thing with Cool Out Corner, it, it's just friendly ribbon. It ain't it ain't, it ain't, ain't nothing serious. Right. And so so like, like I said before, like whatever happened between us happened. We yeah. the, the thing happened Friday night. I, I did it the situation because I was just reaching out to you so we can just fix it. Now, I ain't going to uh, uh, hit, hit you off ahead of time. Whatever this this thing is or whatever happened uh, between you and Oh, man. Like, I, I have not seen this shit. Oh, well. So, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I ain't going to sit here. It shows you how, now, now I'm aware of it. It's all good, man. Again, again, I'm one of them dudes now where I'm taking the scenic route instead and, of and, and, the and traffic one, route. And, and one thing I want to say to you, because we don't give each other advice. We just speak on things. And I'm going to say this. It's not about taking a break. It's not about taking a break. The one thing that I always wanted to give to you, man, and, and I wish you would use it, is using some freaking automation. You got Facebook business suite there to take care of all them posts. And I always told you, turn the notifications off your phone. I don't turn mine on. You see, look, we had a conversation today. It was sporadic because I said something here, you said something there. Then I didn't hear from me for a few hours because notifications do not stay on my phone. Facts. And stuff and like now, that. Like, you know what? You know what? Honestly, um, honestly, I feel like I need to come back better. Not not better for the people, not just better for the people, better for myself. And it's like now everything that I was doing, because I actually had an episode that I recorded called Get Off My Dick, G-O-N-D. And I felt like it was going to fuck some people up. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't coming the way they expected me to come. So, you know what I'm saying? I felt like, yeah, right now I'm a shell of all this shit. I'm going to take some time get my mind together and then I'm gonna come back. Like that's by the time this shit air, I probably done already been back, but I feel like this is going on. If we finish this episode in another 15 minutes, it's going to the edit. It's just going to run right over to the other computer. And then, like I said, the setup, you know, over there, the setup's right there. I'm just running off of a screen. So from here to there, it runs, it gets runs through automation and it's edited. That's why I tell everybody get Apple shit. Just yeah, garage, and, you know. So again, man, I just want to come together with people, man. I feel right, like sure. I feel like I'm in this game right now where I can come together with people. There is two people that I will never come together with ever again, and I won't speak their name, but it just won't happen. And it ain't no animosity, it ain't no beef. I wish them well. It's just they did a lot of damage to me that I can't just. And, and, and one know, thing I want to, so, but hold right. on, one thing I want to clear to Aaron this, and this ain't no beef to nobody, but this is directed to one person wholeheartedly, and I hope you do listen to my show still, or you two people. There's two dudes down in Duval um, that I was very close with uh, throughout this, Del P and um, Red. And, and I'm going to say your names on my episode. Shout out to Red. Care. Yeah, Red, they're good people, but like the way things got tossed around in that little music thing when I was doing it with them, it rubbed me the wrong way. We so good. We good now, guys. We not going to do nothing together or nothing like that. Listen, but I do want to listen. Listen, and, and in response to all this, man, look, I just want people to be happy and be free. Right. You know saying? I don't have no hurtful words, hateful words, none of that shit. Just, I just want everybody to work. A reason I say shout out to Red is because Red just helped me through a rough ass situation that I was having at the crib. So his words of encouragement really helped the motherfucker. So and and he's a Red. good dude. It's a good yeah. dude. Shout it's out to Red, a... man. That's 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 even through all the shit that's going on. Yeah, I shout out still, to Red. I can still hit Red up and Red will and my man Rudy out there in Richmond too. Yeah. Shout out to you, Rudy. Um but anyway, just to wrap this up so we can get this thing edited and out the door. So it is no more beef, people. It's going to be no more stuff. There's going to be, there's a diss track dropping somewhere. And whenever they drop, that's going to spark some flame. But that ain't got nothing to do with me. No idea what put out of you. Is it a diss track? Yeah, some kind of diss track somewhere. Oh, 
I didn't put no I ain't put no disrespect. I'm just saying whatever's going on, there'll be something that, that might hit the air, may not. Mine was oh. just a close mine was a close situation between me and whoever listened, and it wasn't something I was gonna air out nowhere because I was mad. I said what good I said because I was mad. I mean, you know, good luck, more prosperous to you. I mean, not not you, but whoever whoever wanna do the diss track, like at the end of the yeah. day. This is my declaration. I'm done. I'm done beefing and arguing over stupid shit that will make me no money. And, so. and, and I'll make and I'll, and I'll make this a yeah, like and like that's what I always tell people. If it doesn't make dollars and cents, and that's my business model. If it doesn't make dollars and cents, it don't Facts. make sense. And I ain't gonna lie, the little beef did jump that it look it jumped that little uh Applebee's episode after that little piece got posted. Seven hundred people from that hour from that time to then listen to that episode. And I don't even know how that happened. I don't even know who the fuck they were. So I will that's say crazy. this. Yeah, I will say <laughs> this that 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 numbers do get generated. Um, and things do get elevated in certain yeah. atmospheres when people do chaos and animosity. So I want to say for the record, going forward, I ain't got no beef with you. Um, only things that, that I would ask you to do in podcasting, if you're going to continue to podcast and do what you do, right, as a man, because we still going to yeah. do this as a man, yeah. right? As a man, put some automation into it so that you're not putting so much time into it because you put a lot of time into what you do. And the yeah. thing is, is that when you're putting time into stuff and stuff – you know, stuff is not balanced no matter what we do. It's uneven. Facts. So the more effort we put in, it, it hurts us later when people chastise or do anything out of the norm. Because you're like, man, I'm putting in this work. I'm doing this. I'm doing everything. I'm checking off every box in my production, basically, or in your podcast Bible. And for someone to just say anything that goes outside of your podcast Bible, that drives us all crazy. So I'll be honest with you. Like what I did, I started stockpiling episodes. From this, from the stretch from a week ago till now, I've recorded 20 episodes. And like I said, I got shows all the way till uh, June of next year. And the thing is, is right. when you when you get out here and you're recording like Tupac, because you record like Tupac too, you get out there and do them heavy episodes. Now, curation. hold on, hold on, hold on, because because I got I gotta take reference to something that you keep saying that is like so funny to me. This Fat Joe of podcasting. Show. Oh, so let's talk about that. We want to talk about that. <laughs> All right, so look, the reason I threw that in there, and this is, it's not a jab at you, but if you really pay attention to what you do, the people that you brought up, like the, like you brought up podcasters that I never knew. I never knew who Rodis was. Rodis was in the live with me one time, and I didn't even know who the fuck he was. Yeah. You did a show with Rodis, and I'm not saying you brought up Rodis or nothing like that. I'm just saying Rodis came up through the, the tables. Listen, hold on, because I want to say this. Rodis, the success that Rodis is doing on the podcast scene after, you know, being in here for a short amount of time is amazing. Yes. First podcast Rodis ever did was Bet the House. All right. Rodis became a student of the game for real. Like he would hit me every day. What did you do? What did you need? What equipment I need? Et cetera, et cetera. People got to understand that Rodis had a fan base before podcasting. He doesn't right. have the podcast. Rodis is a rapper. He 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 doesn't have to do this shit. Right, so, and, I, and I tested that. Let me say this real quick. When I was out there, actually in Chicago, I went around the outskirts and went into to the city. Right, people yeah. knew who Rodis was. Like I'm like, whoa, yeah. and it kind of blew me, blew me. And I mean, I was even down in the southern part, like that ain't even connected. Like, uh, what is a place called Juliet? Is that, is that the name of it? Juliet, Juliet Illinois. Yep. I was in Juliet from Juliet to Roxford. People knew him. I'm at the barbershop in Roxford, and this is where you, uh, Uncle Dolomite. I do get barbers when I come to different cities, but that's just a, that's his story. But anyway, when I'm in Roxford and I just bring up his name, I said Rodis Hunt. They's like, yeah, 
he, he claimed, you know, we're rapping and things. They didn't even say nothing about podcasting. So I'm like, I'm in a barbershop in a town. You know, Rockford is what it is. But I'm like, and these people know him. I was, uh, you know, and obviously we didn't get to catch up with any, anything on Rodis. Quick thing is shout out to him, but a good example. So you brought him up. Um, it's another guy's name that I'm not going to mention because I'm not cool with him. Well, neither one of us are cool with him. But it was another guy you brought up. And um, the guy that, that I'm talking about right now, he, he uh, did a show with you, went off and did his own show and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I didn't know about him until you had brought him up. And I did a show with him before I did a show with you. And that's where the whole, that's where a lot of the animosity with me came up because the guy that did the show before you, his numbers tanked. He did so bad. His show was, is today my lowest rated show ever. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be honest. See, one thing that I didn't do in podcasting, I shouldn't have been so humble about what I did. I sort of just sat and just sometimes be cocky about it, but I, I never wanted to do that to somebody because I want everybody to, to prosper. But anyway, this dude's show did under 2,000 downloads and it still sits at, at 3,800 downloads for me. And that's, see, here's the thing. People fuck with me because they know they're going to get a rise out of me. Instead of working with me because I've done, listen, Phil Jackson got a coach tree. Pat Riley got a coach tree. Greg Popovich got a coach tree. I want to believe that I got a podcasting tree somewhere around this motherfucker. I want to believe that I have helped someone who, who didn't know the keys to the game and I have put them in a better position. I want to believe that because I hear it every day. So it's like, I do this shit to help y'all. I don't do this shit to, you know what I'm saying? So yes, I do get braggadocious. Yes, I do feel like I'm up there with the creme de la creme. Yes, I do feel like I'm I like heartache. I feel like all of this in one, but I'm humble enough to know that this shit is doesn't have to be a fucking competition. Like it doesn't. And I had, a humbling, moment. I had a humbling moment when you showed them numbers because I was like, God damn, like this nigga really be on that shit. And it's like my numbers good, but they ain't that damn good. And it let me know I got a lot of work to do. So that's what I'm getting back to the lab. I'm getting back to work. Everybody keeps hey, saying put, and the I'm, I'm put the product out for the last two, three seasons. I've been putting out more this episodes than I have actual content. Content. And, and so I'll say this. Like, go ahead. And I'll, and I'll say this in our in our circle. And this is something that people take to heart. They get mad at me about. You know how I got to where I am? Did I ever tell you that story? No. T two white 18-year-old girls took an hour and showed me how to do the podcast and business again. Cause I did it before me and my partner sold our show. Like she bought yeah. me on and went off and took it. To NPR. She took, yeah. took our show to NPR and uh, thank you guys at NPR anyway now. But uh, so the crazy thing is, is that after I started podcasting, you know what book I had to go get from the library? I didn't even buy it. I had to get podcasting for dummies. And a lot of people don't, people, they get mad when I talk about this, but podcasting for dummies, it showed me so much stuff that you don't get out of these gurus and these $500 people. Podcasting for Dummies book. If anybody wants to truly go back in and repurpose and redefine your podcast, I tell you, go to the library. Don't pay that $30 for that bitch. But go to the library, get that book, and go into the middle of the book. From the middle of the book to the end, that's all you need in podcasting. You don't need to consult with nobody. You don't need to do this and that. And then the second thing is, is, is West Virginia's home of podcasting. There's a family called the McEvoys. They've had five successful shows in the early days, like 2006 to podcasting. 
if you can if you can take a few seconds and just look at them and i don't and i don't care about success based on color nobody does care everybody knows i don't care about that because joe Budden's successful and all these other people are successful right. but those little that little thing right there that podcast for dummies it just taught me to re-refine re, things and then these gurus and i'm gonna get this this is free help for anybody right now and this is something that people got to realize all instagram is is a reminder to the people that follow you it does not gain you new listeners. And that was something that bothered me about why everybody did lives and did all this extra stuff because you're not gaining any new listeners. You're gaining people that are going to give you attention for a week. But that's that's business stuff. We can talk about that another day down the road. Um, so last and thought on this. Um, I always thought you were a good podcaster. So we, we'll get that out there. I've seen something in you and I thought that there, and I, and I still think that there's more silver lining. Uh as adults, as, as men, we both cheated ourselves out of an opportunity to work together and, and do that. So it is what it is on that in no the future. Time like the present, man. Right. So we're gonna, we gonna we, listen, listen. I seen Jay Z and Nas beef with each other and then work together. So, and it was, it was, it was ugly. That battle was ugly. But, you know, money, money and putting perspectives aside, I feel like, yeah, we'll, we'll make it work. You know, we'll make it work. And, and just and just in general, like just a, a last little point that I tell anybody, it's all right to have a miscommunication. It's all right to get things misconstrued. It's all right to say things and not result to violence. Like it was just nothing but words. We was we was the the the, the Twitter thugs and the internet thugs. Yeah. So we'll leave that, that stuff in the streets, um, or or in the internet streets. Uh, on the podcast streets, as you like to say, I say this to anybody, and I'm going to say this to you, and I'm going to say this, and I want you to always stay strong with this match. You are a podcaster. You have a voice. You have an authority in what you do. What happens to us, what happens to us is we, as podcasters, Black, white, Haitian, immigration, anything, we lose sight of the authority of who we are. And I lost sight of it over the weekend. I know that I have a command and presence. I know my respect. I know what I gain in podcasting. And I use that because I knew that the respect and what I notoriety that I have, because I don't yell about anything, I don't scream about it, I keep success silent. That's just my motto. I'm just throwing that in there as a tag. But the thing is, is that I knew that my accolades shine. Nobody says anything out of the way to me. And I don't say anything out of the way to anybody. We just had a beef, whatever. But the one thing that we always have to do in podcasting and any type of content creating is once we are the authorities and we have the sense of authority in ourselves, we have to keep that. And I lost that. And that's why I apologize to you because I used my power. I used what I had to, because I was hurt and I didn't deal with it like a man. Neither one of us were men in this. We was teenage. We was ninth graders. We was ninth grade or eighth graders, seventh, eighth, ninth graders in this whole situation. So as men for us to sit down and do this episode, clear it out. I'm cool with you. Uh, go on with your life. If you're going to take a break, make sure you got enough podcasts out there to keep it pumping. That's the only thing I'm going to say about that. Just don't sit out here and go dormant like everybody else. If you if you struggle, if you have internal pains, if you have any type of mental anguish or anything that's bothering you, just like I do, I take a break from this. When you see them shows come out every week, that's because I curated that shit and I decided that at some point I was not going to let podcasting not be fun anymore. Facts. The problem the problem that we do in podcasting is, is that we get out here, we do these shows, we start a conglomerate, we start moving with people. And then when people get one weird energy from us, they move away from us. And when they move away from us, we can't be ourselves no more because then we got to put on airs and we got to keep up with these people. And it's happened to me too. It happened to me 
when we had at the initial point of our beef. And I'm going to be a, a man and admit this. I was hanging with these people and talking to them in circles of people that are not my people, not race right. or anything, but I'm just talking about they were not my people and they were not for me. And they were saying this, this, and that. And I'm like, hey, what, what am I doing this for? This is not the bottom line. This is, and we're not going to talk about money or analytics. This is not helping my podcast, podcast, I said podcast, podcast have any progression. It kept me linear on a straight line. The minute I dropped and I went back to doing, as they, as someone said, I started going back to doing the white podcast and I started doing what I do. And, and I'm not talking about the race part. I'm just talking about, they call it the, the suburban podcast. When I went no, back I, to that. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Because I went through the same shit, man, hanging around circles of people that were not my people. So sometimes them influences influence you the wrong way. You lose sight of who you really are. So I felt like, shit, if you can't accept me for being me, then this is a, a road that I need to go ahead on and walk away from and get away from. Right. You, you, you lose yourself hanging around people who are not for you. So that was the big thing I got from this. Like I was heavily influenced on being top dog and I felt like I was getting uh, the big smash rub is definitely real, but I felt like <laughs> I was using it. I was using it for the wrong way and using it for the wrong purpose. So now I get a chance to uh, catch my second win and get back out here and do this shit again the right way. All right, and on that note, um, I am JR from West Virginia Commonplace. Big Smash will be sending me the show notes so that you can get directed over to any and everything that uh, deals with him um, for music, uh, movies, um, embroidery like he's got in the back and different things like that. I don't know if he's making extra T-shirts and stuff like that, but we'll definitely get that in. Um, If anybody's not paying attention now, we're about to head over to uh, Instagram Live so we can uh, put something out in the air so people can quiet down. And on that note, um, we're signing off. Anything else, Smash? No, sir. Let's go. I'm out. All right.